Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 142. Today our episode is entitled, Justice, Mercy, and Protection. And we'll see through the stories of the kings of Israel, Psalm 129 and Matthew 2, that there's justice, consequences for actions, there's mercy that God shows, and also protection for the ones he loves. And so we will read and see all these different things happening, beginning with 1 Kings chapter 21. After this, the following episode took place. Naboth, a Jezreelite, owned a vineyard in Jezreel adjacent to the palace of King Ahab of Samaria. Ahab said to Naboth, Give me your vineyard so I can make a vegetable garden out of it, for it is adjacent to my palace. I will give you an even better vineyard in its place, or if you prefer, I will pay you silver for it. But Naboth replied to Ahab, The Lord forbid that I should sell my ancestral inheritance. So Ahab went into his palace, bitter and angry that Naboth the Jezreelite had said, I will not sell you my ancestral inheritance. He lay down on his bed, pouted, and would not eat. Then his wife Jezebel came in and said to him, Why do you have a bitter attitude and refuse to eat? He answered her, While I was talking to Naboth the Jezreelite, I said to him, Sell me your vineyard for silver, or if you prefer, I will give you another vineyard in its place. But he said, I will not sell you my vineyard. His wife Jezebel said to him, You are the king of Israel. Get up, eat some food, and have a good time. I will get the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite for you. She wrote out orders, signed Ahab's name to them, and sealed them with his seal. She then sent the orders to the leaders and to the nobles who live in Naboth city. This is what she wrote. Observe a time of fasting and seat Naboth in front of the people. Also seat two villains opposite him and have them testify, saying, You cursed God and the king, then take him out and stone him to death. The men of the city, the leaders, and the nobles who lived there followed the written orders Jezebel had sent them. They observed a time of fasting and put Naboth in front of the people. The two villains arrived and sat opposite him. Then the villains testified against Naboth right before the people, saying, Naboth cursed God and the king. So they dragged him outside the city and stoned him to death. Then they reported to Jezebel, Naboth has been stoned to death. When Jezebel heard that Naboth had been stoned to death, she said to Ahab, Get up, take possession of the vineyard Naboth the Jezreelite refused to sell you for silver, for Naboth is no longer alive, he's dead. When Ahab heard that Naboth was dead, he got up and went down to take possession of the vineyard of Naboth the Jezreelite. The Lord's message came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Get up and go down and meet King Ahab of Israel who lives in Samaria. He is at the vineyard of Naboth. He has gone down there to take possession of it. Say to him, This is what the Lord has said. Haven't you committed murder and taken possession of the property of the deceased? Then say to him, This is what the Lord has said. In the spot where dogs licked up Naboth's blood, they will also lick up your blood, yes, yours. When Elijah arrived, Ahab said to him, So you have found me, my enemy? Elijah replied, I have found you because you are committed to doing evil in the sight of the Lord. The Lord says, Look, I am ready to bring disaster on you. 
I will destroy you and cut off every last male belonging to Ahab in Israel, including even the weak and incapacitated. I will make your dynasty like those of Jeroboam son of Nebat and Basha son of Ahijah because you angered me and made Israel sin. The Lord says this about Jezebel. Dogs will devour Jezebel by the outer wall of Jezreel. As for Ahab's family, dogs will eat the ones who die in the city and birds of the sky will eat the ones who die in the country. There had never been anyone like Ahab who was firmly committed to doing evil in the sight of the Lord, urged on by his wife Jezebel. He was so wicked he worshipped the disgusting idols just as the Amorites whom the Lord had driven out before the Israelites had done. When Ahab heard these words, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, and fasted. He slept in sackcloth and walked around dejected. The Lord's message came to Elijah the Tishbite, saying, Have you noticed how Ahab showed remorse before me? Because he shows remorse before me, I will not bring disaster on his dynasty during his lifetime, but during the reign of his son. There was no war between Syria and Israel for three years. In the third year, King Jehoshaphat of Judah came down to visit the king of Israel. The king of Israel had said to his servants, Surely you recognize that Ramoth Gilead belongs to us, though we are hesitant to reclaim it from the king of Syria. Then he said to Jehoshaphat, Will you go with me to attack Ramoth Gilead? Jehoshaphat replied to the king of Israel, saying, I will support you. My army and my horses are at your disposal. But then Jehoshaphat said to Israel's king, Please seek a message from the Lord this very day. So the king of Israel assembled about 400 prophets and asked them, Should I attack Ramoth Gilead or not? They said, Attack! The sovereign one will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there not a prophet of the Lord still here, that we may ask him? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man through whom we can seek the Lord's will, but I despise him because he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster. His name is Micaiah, the son of Imlah. Jehoshaphat said, The king should not say such things. The king of Israel summoned an official and said, Quickly bring Micaiah, son of Imlah. Now the king of Israel and the king of Jehoshaphat of Judah were sitting on their respective thrones, dressed in their robes at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. All the prophets were prophesying before them. Zedekiah, son of Kananah, made it iron horns and said, This is what the Lord has said. With these you will gore Syria until they are destroyed. All the prophets were prophesying the same, saying, Attack Ramoth Gilead, you will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. Now the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the prophets are in complete agreement that the king will succeed. Your words must agree with theirs. You must predict success. But Micaiah said, As certainly as the Lord lives, I will say what the Lord tells me to say. When he came before the king, the king asked him, Micaiah, should we attack Ramoth Gilead or not? He answered him, Attack, you will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. The king said to him, How many times must I make you solemnly promise in the name of the Lord to tell me only the truth? Micaiah said, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep that have no shepherd. Then the Lord said, They have no master. They should go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster? Micaiah said, That being the case, listen to the Lord's message. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne, with all the heavenly assembly standing beside him on his right and on his left. The Lord said, Who will deceive Ahab so he will attack Ramoth Gilead and die there? One said this and another that. Then a spirit stepped forward and stood before the Lord, saying, I will deceive him. 
The Lord asked him how. He replied, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. The Lord said, Deceive and empower him. Go out and do as you have proposed. So now, look, the Lord has placed a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours, but the Lord has decreed disaster for you. Zedekiah, son of Kenanah, approached, hit Micaiah on the jaw and said, Which way did the Lord's spirit go when he went from me to speak to you? Micaiah replied, Look, you will see in the day when you go out into the inner room to hide. Then the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Amnon the city official and Joash the king's son. Say, This is what the king says. Put this man in prison. Give him only a little bread and water until I safely return. Micaiah said, If you really do safely return, then the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, Take note, all you people. The king of Israel and the king of Jehoshaphat, king Jehoshaphat of Judah attacked Ramoth Gilead. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and then enter into the battle. But you wear your royal robes. So the king of Israel disguised himself and then entered into the battle. Now the king of Syria ordered that the 32 chariot commanders to not fight against common soldiers or high-ranking officers, but fight only the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they said, He must be the king of Israel. So they turned and attacked him, but Jehoshaphat cried out. When the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of Israel, they turned away from him. Now an archer shot an arrow at random, and it struck the king of Israel between the plates of his armor. The king ordered his charioteer, Turn around and take me from the battle line, because I am wounded. While the battle raged throughout the day, the king stood propped up in his chariot opposite the Syrians. He died in the evening. The blood from the wound ran down into the bottom of the chariot. As the sun was setting, a cry went through the camp. Each one should return to his city and to his homeland. So the king died and was taken to Samaria, where they buried him. They washed off the chariot at the pool of Samaria. Then the dogs licked his blood while the prostitutes bathed in keeping with the Lord's message that he had spoken. The rest of the events of Ahab's reign, including a record of his accomplishments and how he built a luxurious palace in various cities, are recorded in the scrolls of the annals of the kings of Israel. Ahab passed away. His son Ahaziah replaced him as king. In the fourth year of Ahab's reign over Israel, Asa's son Jehoshaphat became king over Judah. Jehoshaphat was 35 years old when he became king, and he reigned for 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother was Azubah, the daughter of Shilhi. He followed in his father Asa's footsteps and was careful to do what the Lord approved. However, the high places were not eliminated. The people continued to offer sacrifices and burn incense on the high places. Jehoshaphat was also at peace with the king of Israel. The rest of the events of Jehoshaphat's reign, including his successes and military exploits, are recorded in the scroll called the Annals of the Kings of Judah. He removed from the land any male cultic prostitutes who managed to survive the reign of his father Asa. There, were, there was no king in Edom at this time. A governor ruled. Jehoshaphat built a fleet of large mer- merchant ships to travel to Ophir for gold, but they never made the voyage because they were shipwrecked in Ezion-Geber. Then Ahaziah, son of Ahab, said to Jehoshaphat, Let my sailors be yours in the fleet. Join yours in the fleet. But Jehoshaphat refused. And Jehoshaphat passed away and was buried with his ancestors in the city of his ancestor David. His son Jehoram replaced him as king. In the seventeenth year of Jehoshaphat's reign over Judah, Ahab's son Ahaziah became king over Israel in Samaria. He ruled for two years over Israel. He did evil in the sight of the Lord and followed in the footsteps of his father and mother. Like Jeroboam son of Nebat, he encouraged Israel to sin. 
he worshipped and bowed down to Baal, angering the Lord God of Israel, just as his father had done. And now we'll continue reading from Second Chronicles chapter 18, a continuing story of the king Jehoshaphat of Judah. Jehoshaphat was very wealthy and greatly respected. He made an alliance by marriage with Ahab, and after several years went down to visit Ahab in Samaria. Ahab slaughtered many sheep and cattle to honor Jehoshaphat and those who came with him. He persuaded him to join him in attack against Ramoth-Gilead. King Ahab of Israel said to King Jehoshaphat of Judah, Will you go with me to attack Ramoth-Gilead? He replied, I will support you. My army is at your disposal, and I will support you in battle. Then Jehoshaphat said further to the king of Israel, First, please seek an oracle from the Lord. So the king of Israel assembled 400 prophets and asked them, Should we attack Ramoth-Gilead or not? They said, Attack, God will hand it over to the king. But Jehoshaphat asked, Is there not a prophet of the Lord still here that we may ask him? The king of Israel answered Jehoshaphat, There is still one man, though, whom we can seek the Lord's will, through whom we can seek the Lord's will. But I despise him because he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but always disaster. Micaiah, son of Imlah. Jehoshaphat said, The king should not say such things. The king of Israel summoned an officer and said, Quickly bring Micaiah, son of Imlah. Now the king of Israel and King Jehoshaphat of Judah were sitting on their respective thrones, dressed in their royal robes, at the threshing floor at the entrance of the gate of Samaria. All the prophets were prophesying before them. Zedekiah, son of Kenanah, made iron horns and said, This is what the Lord says, With these you will gore Syria until they are destroyed. All the prophets were prophesying the same, saying, Attack Ramoth-Gilead. You will succeed. The Lord will hand it over to the king. Now the messenger who went to summon Micaiah said to him, Look, the prophets are in complete agreement that the king will succeed. Your words must agree with theirs. You must predict success. But Micaiah said, As certainly as the Lord lives, I will say what my God tells me to say. Micaiah came before the king, and the king asked him, Micaiah, should we attack Ramoth-Gilead or not? He answered him, Attack, you will succeed. They will be handed over to you. The king said to him, How many times must I make you solemnly promise in the name of the Lord to tell me only the truth? Micaiah replied, I saw all Israel scattered on the mountains like sheep that have no shepherd. Then the Lord said, They have no master. They should go home in peace. The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, Didn't I tell you he does not prophesy prosperity for me, but disaster? Micaiah said, That being the case, listen to the Lord's message. I saw the Lord sitting on his throne with all the heavenly assembly standing on his right and on his left. The Lord said, Who will deceive King Ahab of Israel? So he will attack Ramoth Gilead and die there. One said this and another that. Then a spirit stepped forward and stood before the Lord, saying, I will deceive him. The Lord asked him, How? He replied, I will go out and be a lying spirit in the mouths of all his prophets. The Lord said, Deceive and empower him. Go and do as you have proposed. So now, look, the Lord has placed a lying spirit in the mouths of all these prophets of yours, but the Lord has decreed disaster for you. Zedekiah, son of Canaanah, approached, hit Micaiah on the jaw and said, Which way did the Lord's spear go when he went from me to speak to you? Micaiah replied, Look, you will see in the day when you go into an inner room to hide. Then the king of Israel said, Take Micaiah and return him to Amnon, the city official, and Joash, the king's son. Say, This is what the king says. Put this man in prison. Give him only a little bread and water until I return safely. Micaiah said, If you really do return safely, then the Lord has not spoken through me. Then he added, Take note, all you people. The king of Israel and king Jehoshaphat of Judah attacked Ramoth-Gilead. 
The king of Israel said to Jehoshaphat, I will disguise myself and then enter the battle, but you wear your royal attire. So the king of Israel disguised himself and they entered the battle. Now the king of Syria had ordered his chariot commanders, do not fight common soldiers or high-ranking officers, fight only the king of Israel. When the chariot commanders saw Jehoshaphat, they said, he must be the king of Israel. So they turned and attacked him, but Jehoshaphat cried out, the Lord helped him. God lured them away from him. When the chariot commanders realized he was not the king of Israel, they turned away from him. Now an archer shot an arrow at random and it struck the king of Israel between the plates of his armor. The king ordered his charioteer, turn around and take me from the battle line for I am wounded. While the battle raged throughout the day, the king of Israel stood propped up in his chariot opposite the Syrians. He died in the evening as the sun was setting. And here we have Joseph had and, and Ahab teaming up. Joseph had quite naive in some ways. And we see the consequences of Ahab's actions coming to rest on him, even though he tried to avoid it by disguising himself and having Jehoshaphat be the one who looked like the king. In the end, God's justice does prevail, even though God is also a God of mercy. And we see this mercy on display in Psalm 129, which is really a cry to God for mercy from those who are doing damage to this person as he cries out to God. Psalm 129, a song of ascents. Since my youth, they have often attacked me. Let Israel say, since my youth, they have often attacked me, but they have not defeated me. The plowers plowed my back. They made their furrows long. The Lord is just. He cut the ropes of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be humiliated and turned back. May they be like the grass on the rooftops, which withers before one can even pull it up, which cannot fill the reaper's hand or the lap of the one who gathers grain. Those who pass by will not say, May you experience the Lord's blessing. We pronounce a blessing on you in the name of the Lord. And so there's a call for justice and also a recognition of God's mercy, and it leads us to our final passage from Matthew 2, where again, God uses people to show mercy and provide for his son, Jesus, and his parents, Joseph and Mary, while also at the same time frustrating the attacks and the seeking to do evil of Herod through his plan with the wise men. So let's read Matthew 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea in the time of King Herod, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem saying, Where is the one who was born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was alarmed and all Israel with him. After assembling all the chief priests and experts in the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem of Judea, they said, for it is written this way by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, and the land of Judah, are by no least, no way least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod privately summoned the wise men and determined from them when the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and look carefully for the child. When you find him, inform me so that I can go and worship him as well. After listening to the king, they left, and once again the star they saw when it rose led until it stopped above the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they shouted joyfully. As they came into the house and saw the child with, his, with Mary his mother, they bowed down and worshipped him. They opened their treasure boxes and gave him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. After being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they went back by another route to their own country. After they had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, Get up, 
Take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and stay there until I return, until I tell you, for Herod is going to look for the child and kill him. Then he got up, took the child and his mother during the night and went to Egypt. He stayed there until Herod died. In this way, what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet was fulfilled. I called my son out of Egypt. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he became enraged. He sent men to kill all the children in Bethlehem and throughout the surrounding region from the age of two and under, according to the time he had learned from the wise men. Then what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet was fulfilled. A voice was heard in Ramah, weeping and loud wailing, Rachel weeping for her children, as she did not want to be comforted, because they were gone. After Herod died, an angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt, saying, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who are seeking the child's life are dead. So he got up and took the child and his mother and returned to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning over Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. After being warned in a dream, he went to the regions of Galilee. He he came to the town called Nazareth and lived there. Then what had been spoken by the prophets was fulfilled, that Jesus would be called a Nazarene. And so again, have this incredible story of God's provision and protection uh, while people were trying to do evil. And the consequences of it, again, are shown in the way that God does bring justice, but he also shows great mercy. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, HTTP, netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music. You are-